Hey, party people. No, I'm playing. <laughs> hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Awkward Adventures of College Graduate. Of course, it's your favorite host, Jared. And, you know, we're just back with this next episode. You know, we're we're just here, you know, thanking God. Praise God. Um, <laughs> uh, Before I hop into the, <laughs> the episode, you know, of course, a couple housekeeping things so this podcast is on apple Podcasts. it is on google play or google Podcasts, as well as spotify stitcher and anchor if you have opportunity to please rate the podcast five stars and leave a review um it helps me you know get exposed to more people um if you'd like you know follow me on instagram at the underscore black underscore ambivert also follow me on instagram the podcast page at the aagc podcast um if you have a chance, also, you know, check out my art page. And my art page is Ahmad, A-L-H-M-A-D underscore graphics. And if you have any, like, you know, business ventures or you want to collaborate, you know, you can either hit me up in the DMs for the podcast page or you can email me at the A-A-G-C at gmail.com. If you get an opportunity to and you are on Twitter, please, please, please live tweet my episode. And the hashtag is capital A, capital A, capital G, capital C, capital P, lowercase O-D-C-A-S-T, so A-A-G-C podcast, um, you know, and talk your talk, you know, talk your stuff, you know, give an opinion on a podcast, this one's gonna be kind of a fun one, so, um, I hope, you know, to hear some feedback, and I hope you guys enjoy, so, jumping straight into the episode this week, so, Actually, I struggled a little bit with figuring out what I was going to talk about this week. You know, last week was a really heavy episode, and I didn't really want to do nothing heavy again. That was like um, a lot of vulnerability, and it was like emotionally, you know, some vulnerability. Plus, um, I have a memorial service to go to tomorrow, and it's regarding that same situation. So, don't really want to talk about anything heavier, you know, about that anymore. <laughs> um, but I did want to do something because, you know... It is one of my favorite times of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's Black History Month. Um, you know, shout out to my, you know, my other fellow melanated peoples. You know, um, we out here we celebrating Black History. You know, Sankofa. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> well, it, it's still it's a good principle. Go back and get it. You know, so in order to know your future, you must know your past. So you know, Sankofa, all that stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I want to do an episode about that, but not in a traditional way, because I've done a couple of those, you know, because I'm black, y'all episodes. But this episode is going to be a little bit like, you know, a little bit lighter. It's going to combine an idea that was given to me months ago, you know, while also keeping with the, you know, the whole black idea, you know, and cut, keep it, you know, fun and everything like that. So what I'm doing is it's going to be behind the pictures this is what the episode is going to be i don't know what the title is going to be yet so you know i will figure that out when i post this john <laughs> but what i'm going to do is i'm going to go on my ig so if you follow my personal ig um which may or may not be locked now for work purposes there's a couple of changes or a couple of things that will be happening in the next couple of weeks i'm not going to quite tell you guys about now but you know you'll hear soon <laughs> um but room requires, you know, a little bit of, nah, I'm not going to say. <laughs> but nah, but um, getting back to what I was saying. So on my IG, if you do follow me, 
I have something. There's a post a couple years ago. It was during Black History Month, ironically, funny enough. It was called um, My Version of Hillman. And so as I go through my version of Hillman, there's a couple pictures that I selected of my friends and just different experiences and stuff like that that um, <laughs> I look back on. I have different stories. So I figured, you know, it's Black History Month. We're talking about, you know, Black history. And what's more important or what's more black history than our black institutions here in America are HBCUs. So as you all know, a couple months back um, during homecoming season, another wonderful time of the year, I talked about HBCUs and we talked about some of the fun stuff. And we talked really just about, you know, the homecoming and everything like that. When I didn't really get into my HBCU experience, which I probably have done on the podcast, but, you know, I'm an HBCU supporter through and through. I'm the product of HBCU, so I'm finna talk about that of course, more and more often, but, um, as far as, um, you know, this time I want to do something a little different. I'm going to actually take some of these pictures and I'm going to talk about what was happening or like, you know, give little stories and backgrounds about it. So it's going to kind of be like, you know, Black History Month, talking about HBCUs, talking about Mike Marcow's experience and just, you know, talking about different things, you know, kind of like some throwbacks. So I hope you guys enjoy it. So, um, before I really get into the pictures, I do want to talk about HBCUs. So, it is Black History Month, so I have to educate. I am the product of the first degree granting um, HBCU or, or institution in the country, Lincoln University of Pennsylvania, formerly known as Aspen Institute, founded on April 29th, 1854, in the, uh, you know, in Southeast. <laughs> Let me make sure. I'm saying it right. Uh, but yeah, Southeast Chester, East Chester uh, County, um, near Oxford, PA. Um, that's where Lincoln University is. <laughs> I, had to, I had to make sure I was saying it right. But yeah, that's where Lincoln University is at. And so um, Lincoln has been, you know, because of Lincoln, We've had some, you know, so many great, great people come out of it. Um, some of our notable alumni or, you know, alumni or, you know, just in general. I think alumni is the proper term. Um, let me double check. Mm, alum, yeah, alumnus, alumnus, excuse me, alumnus. Some of our notable alumnus ha include Langston Hughes, um, he graduated from Lincoln University, of course, you know, the prolific poet. We've also had Thurgood Marshall graduate from Lincoln University. Uh, we have as well Horseman Bond. We have a few African leaders as well. I want to make sure I'm, you know, saying their names correctly. So I don't want to disrespect them. Namdi Azikwe is a product of the Lincoln University. Of PA, he was a class of 1930. He was a statesman and the first president of Nigeria from 1963 to 1966. We also had. Uh, I want to make sure I'm saying names correctly. Always being respectful of that. We also had. We also had Kwame Nkrumah. He also served as a former prime minister of Ghana. So, you know, the legacy is definitely deep. And, of course, you know, we have people such as our current president, uh, Dr. Brenda Allen. She's actually our first alumni um, or alumni, alumni, 
president. Or, excuse me. She's our first alumna president, excuse me, because it's only one person. Um, but yes, you know, and then we have other people, you know, still making a way um, up in the road. Um, I don't know if y'all know if, who. If you know who Trav Q is, on he's a big social media star. He is also, you know, somebody from Lake University, of course. Um, somebody such as Sheila Oliver. How do I forget her? She's actually currently serving as our lieutenant governor of New Jersey. She is also an alumna of the Lake University of Pennsylvania. There's so many different people. So many, so many, so many different people. Um, you know, and our university just has a very interesting, you know history um and when it first was you know created i say created that sounds so weird when our university was first my dear Arnton was first founded it was actually an all-male school um and you know eventually made that transition you know and you know from there of course you know we women were let in so we um you know became a full university and eventually you know the name was changed we became link university that was done in honor of um excuse me, Abraham Lincoln, who was assassinated. Um, so, you know, just to kind of honor him, you know, and what he did, you know, in terms of, you know, the Emancipation Proclamation and things of that sort. I, everybody has their personal opinion on it. That's just the fact of why we changed our name. Um, but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I love my orange. I love my my HBCU. It's, it's done so much for me. You know, I think Sometimes, and we've had this conversation all the time, but I don't think we can say it enough. Without HBCUs, we wouldn't have, and I mean, it's even more so a, a hot topic now because, you know, our first, um, our black woman who's in office in the highest, one of the highest um, offices of the country, you know, serving as vice president, not only see our first, you know, our first um, female, I don't like saying female, you know, woman vice president. She's our first black <laughs> woman president. She's our first, um, I guess you could say Indian, because she's from India. Her mother was from Indian. Our our first uh, woman, Indian woman vice president, you know. And so she's so many firsts. And she's actually also the first, um, you know, graduate of HBCU <laughs> to also be in, you know, an office so high. So it's important that we have these conversations. We understand the importance of 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 HBCUs. Oftentimes people talk about how <clears throat> they don't prepare you for the real world or they're not very, you know, indicative of diversity or, you know, um, you're really in this bubble and, you know, they do this and that. Oh, they don't, you know, they don't have the resources and da 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 da. Um it's cap. <laughs> it's cap at the end of the day. You know. You make your experience at Link at not at Lincoln, but at Lincoln too, but at HBCUs. And so I won't lie, and I won't say you know your our HBCUs have everything that we need, you know. But that's any school you go to. <coughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Excuse me. Throw this right. But I'm, that's any any institution that you go to. It's not going to have everything. You know, there's going to be some things that are very good that some institutions do well, and there are going to be some things that are difficult. Or, you know, they have difficulties or things that they don't do as well. That's just the nature of the collegiate system, you know. There's no such thing as the perfect college or the perfect university, you know. That's just not it. Um, and I think it's kind of, like, foolish to to think so, in a sense, um, that there is going to be one. 
And so that's why I say you take, you know, at any institution that you're at, you take the good with the bad, you know, and the same thing goes for, you know, HBCUs. There are certain um, issues that you'll run into that you may not run into at, say, a, um, a larger school or like a older, more traditional school, uh, you know, a PWI or, you know, a um, or however you want to frame it. Um, there may be things that, you know, Harvard has that maybe a Howard doesn't have, but there are also things that Howard has that a Harvard doesn't have, you know, there's very much, you know, the experiences you have are very incomparable, you know, incomparable. Um, so I think we have to really think, think about that and, you know, really take that into account, you know, the moments in which, you know, going, being on a yard on a, a warm day and <laughs> being at the top of you, you know, people going to get Rita's when it's warm, you know, going in between class to do that, you know, just playing music at the top of you. And that's some of the fun stuff, you know, some of the connections you build with your professors, um, you know, taking our, our, you know, the African-American experience class, all these different things are things that you don't necessarily get at another institution. And it's things that you can't, you know, you really can't take, you can't take for granted, you know, or people do take for granted, but you shouldn't take for granted that you're not going to get at another institution. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a definite DNA and there's a, um, it's something that's baked into your experience going to an HBCU that just, you know, you could only understand if you went to an HBCU, even if you have a family member who's gone, if you are lucky enough, say you got a chance to stay on campus with like an older brother or sibling or something like that, or you had the opportunity to, I don't know, um, um, maybe, you know, spend homecoming there, you're still not going to completely understand the experience, right? You're, you're only going to get it like, you know, um, there's a certain thing about, you know, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think because there's so much, you like, there's something about fried chicken Wednesday, or some people it's Friday or it's Thursday or whatever, that you only get from being at the school <laughs> and understanding, you know, there's certain things about, you know, heading to the cafe with friends and being left that you only understand going to HBCU. Maybe you understand at another school, but it's just a certain disrespect you feel. Um, there's something about special about if you're interested in probate season, your first probate season or probate season at an HBCU, it's like, oh, who's going to be on a new line or whatever, you know, who's coming out, you know, and you might have that friend who disappeared for a while and you're like, you, you might suspect something you may know. Cause you know, people be knowing, um, and it's like, you know, that, you know, sharing that occasion with your friend that they achieve something so great, you know, there's, there's nothing like, you know, just the feeling and the, the, the smell <laughs> good and bad of, of homecoming leading up until Friday and Saturday, you know, how everybody's hyped throughout the week, you know, getting ready and all these different things. It's just a different type of feeling at a HBCU that you can't get from, you know, any other experience. You just can't. And, you know, it's important we have these conversations because they prepare you. They truly do prepare you for the world. You know, HBCUs are very diverse. You know, I know at least for my HBCU, you know, of course, while you would consider, oh, you know, just predominantly African-American stuff like that, it's not only just African-Americans there. We had people who are coming from the school who are local students, you know, people from the Oxford area. We had people who are, um, you know, who weren't black students there, you know, we've had a, a huge amount of adverse. We had Asian students, we had Caucasian students, we had Hispanic students or, you know, Latin students. I want to make sure I'm terming that correctly. Um, Latin American students. Um, hopefully I'm saying that or 
or I guess South American, Central American students. Um, but you, you get the gist. We had students of all types, you know, and even just talking about, you know, students who may have still been African-American, there's still a huge amount of diversity there. A lot of our students came from Philadelphia, but then we had a lot of students from Delaware, a lot of students from Baltimore, a lot of students from, you know, New Jersey, students from New York, students from all over. And when you get to be in college and you're in these different cultures, you just don't realize that they're so different, you know. It's like speaking different languages. You know, you have different food, you have different music, you have different ideologies, you have different ways that ways that you're raised. You know, it's like being in a completely different place, you know. It's, it could be a completely different country in some terms, you know. And of course, you know, we did have a very, um, and this is a lot of HBCUs, you know, and it's not just my HBCU. I know we have a special connection um, given, you know, some of our notable alumni, but we had a very diverse population. We had a, a good amount of students who were, you know, who were African. Some students came from Nigeria. Some students came from various other uh, countries um, within, you know, the African continent. Um, we also had students, you know, we had one student I know who's from uh, New Zealand. From what I understand, we had one student who's from Australia. We had students from all over. We had students from, um, I want to say there was a student from Nepal, if I'm not mistaken. There were a couple of students from, was Sri Lanka? It might have been Sri Lanka. Um, but we generally, we had a few students who were from, you know, from Asia as well. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't uncommon to see students from all over, you know, at our institution, you know, and, you know, even our teaching staff was very diverse too. Uh, but, you know, still the, the very basics and what's baked in is, you know, this diversity and this unique experience that, you know, is very much, um, it's a, it's a safe, safe space for African-American students and a safe space for really anybody, you know, when you come to an HBCU and you're a student, you get to feel at home and not to say that other institutions don't have that because every school should or does have their way of making you feel at home. But being at an HBCU, there's definitely, um, something there, you know, whether that's with the students, you know, whether that's with, you know, your, your fellow, um, your, your, your professors, um, you just get that. I remember, you know, one of my, one of, during my experience, you know, when I was in school, you know, I had a professor that really made me feel at home. So like, you know, coming from school or coming from high school to college, you know, um, wanting to be pre-med and wanting to take on that role and then it being very difficult, um, there's a there's sometimes I really want to quit, you know, and this professor just was like, no, you're not going to quit. <laughs> um, we had a conversation and, you know, she allowed me to go on some some trip. I was at, at that point in time, I think I was still in the honors program. Um, and during that trip, it was kind of like life changing. It was like I can do this. I can push and everything like that. And even now, while I, I'm not I've decided not to to go traditionally into the medical field, I still have a very great deal of respect for her. And, you know, it allowed me to know that, you know, anything was possible, even the field or the way I want to go into it now and the things that I want to do. It showed me, you know, just because I'm, you know, I'm of a certain, you know, skin texture or because I am, uh, you know, I come from a certain background. It showed me that, it wasn't impossible. Like I'm very capable of doing things, you know, I'm very capable of, you know, achieving the things that I want. And so, you know, she didn't have to do that. She didn't have to, you know, take the time and like make sure I was on a trip, you know, and checking with me and everything like that. She could have very well said, oh, okay. 
or she could have very well, you know, just let me leave, left me to my own devices. But no, she made sure I was good, you know, and even just like with that, like, you know, um, talking to professors my senior year and just the difficulties I had, you know, um, moment of transparency. I think I've talked about this before. I almost could have possibly not graduated on time. And now I'm thankful to God that I had the opportunity to, you know, just because of everything that's happened after that. But, you know, talking to a professor and just letting them know, hey, this is what the issues are and this is the, what's going on, you know, and not being met with the, wow, that's kind of your fault and that sucks to be you. But like, okay, here's what we can do and here's some solutions and here are some things that you can do, you know, and understanding like, okay, I get that and I understand how, you know, things could have happened here, or, you know, some of these stumbling blocks, you know, no judgment, but just solution based and understanding, you know, that I was a person, not just a, you know, a number or a student. Yeah, like I was saying, like, my professor legitimately cared about what was going on in my life. But <clears throat> I think I talked enough about that. You know, I want to start jumping into the picture. And so, or rather, in this case, the pictures. <laughs> so I'm looking at the, and the post is called My Version of Hillman. So for the sake of privacy, um, the people who don't mind having their names said, I will definitely say their names and the ones who have been on the podcast. But, you know. I'm not going to say everybody's name. So, in this picture, and I'll, I'll tell you the date so y'all can be going to go and be nosy. Because um, I know y'all want to. It's February 20, 2019. And so, um, it's labeled hashtag my version of Hillman. Which was like this challenge that was going around a couple years ago. It's actually going to be um, two years old on twenty in 25 days. So, you know, it was just talking about like HBC experiences, stuff like that. It was really dope. So, in this first picture... And I'll name the ones who I can or ones I want to. So, like, you know, you see Jeff, you see Jules, you see Wes, um, my friend Alize, you know, and everybody else. I don't want to, you know, say people's names, They, I, you know, because, yeah. Um, <laughs> but in this picture, you know, you see our group. And so that was very indicative, like, what we used to do. So we had an organization or, like, not really organization. We... I guess you could call it that, but like in college, we were part of something called the drama ministry. And so part of being in drama ministry, you know, a lot of times we'd meet up before meetings or before rehearsals and, you know, we would be at the cafe. And sometimes, you know, because we liked each other, we didn't hate each other. <laughs> we would just hang out together in general. And that was one of the things about the cafe. Like, you know, it's funny just thinking about adulthood, you know, and just how we think about life. Food is a very great way of fellowshipping, even though the cat food wasn't all that great. <laughs> um, you know, some things they got well, but I mean, it's cat food at the end of the day. You ain't gonna like everything. But, you know, it was a very great way of fellowshipping, you know. After a long day with, you know, classes, you know, you might have had a test you didn't do so well on. Or you had a test you, re you did really well on, you know. You had a chance to share those L's or those wins. You had a chance to, like, crack up. Like, we would just be cracking up, talking, you know laughing at each other, you know, talking about random things, you know, just random topics, what we see on Twitter and stuff like that. So it was really just dope. And I remember this picture finally. I wasn't personally in this picture. I don't know where I was at. I know this is a picture that Jules took or Julian took. Um, and so it's just like us just, you know, in our natural habitat. <laughs> um, but yeah. So this next picture. Oh, I remember this picture. This is Jeff. This is um, Julian and one of our other friends. She's in it, too. Um, and I don't even know. I, I feel like this had to be like a game night or something like that. I want to say this picture was like my freshman year or something like this. This had to be this had to be 
Um, this had to be at the beginning of the semester, because at the beginning of the semester, it's OD hot. So, it wasn't my freshman year. I know that now, looking at this, because wearing t-shirts. I want to say, this had to be my sophomore year. Because the room of the person, well, Angel, I would say that. Um, it's her room, and we weren't. Yeah, it had to be our sophomore year. So, like, you know, we're on the couch. I can tell by the, you know, the background in the couch and all that stuff. Jeff looks like he's just out of it. <laughs> he just looks tired. He's over it. He's just laying on our frame. <laughs> She's holding this, y'all, this panda. <laughs> this panda has so many stories about this panda. <laughs> So our friend he's legitimately fight our other friend Angel for this band. Every time she came in, you know, she'd just be like, you know, because she liked the panda too. It was just hilarious. It was just like this panda was just like a this panda was definitely a point of contention. <laughs> it was a point of contention a lot of times. You know, you see her holding the pen, it just reminded me. <laughs> Ooh, that was funny. But yeah, you know, she's he's laying on Jeff's laying on her and it's like, you know, she's holding the panda. I forgot what the panda's name was. The panda had a name. Um I have to ask. I should call right now and ask what that panda's name was. You know what? I'm gonna do that on air right now. I am. I'm going to call. <laughs> I'm gonna call right now. Y'all getting an exclusive. Let's see. Hope they pick up. Yeah. Hey, so I'm actually recording the podcast right now. I said I was gonna call you. Remember, okay. Remember the panda that you got, Angel? Remember the panda that you got, Angel, in college? Yeah. What was the panda's name? I couldn't remember what the panda's name was. Oh, the name we gave her? Yeah, what yeah, what do we give the panda? You don't want a big panda, right? No, the little panda, the baby panda. Oh, Angel. All right, oh, and don't say nothing crazy. Don't say nobody's name because we're you're you're literally being recorded right now. Oh. Okay. I can't was... say nobody's name or anything. What was that bear that I got that got you? The panda. The panda that That used to fight you know who over all the time. <laughs> the pan like the stuffed panda? Yeah, the stuffed one, the baby panda, the small one. What, what was the name of the stuffed panda that you had at college? Baby. Baby? Baby, right. That was the panda's name. It was this baby, right. I just thought about it. I'm I'm doing an episode and like, y'all, y'all, so welcome to the episode, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and I was talking, I saw a picture, so I'm going through my pictures of, since it's HBCUs and stuff like that in Black History Month, and I see, um, you know, the panda or baby being held by, you know, who... Uh, <laughs> I just thought about that. <laughs> Wait, you saw a picture or something like that? Yeah, I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna send it to you. Oh, yep. Yeah, damn. Okay. Well, I don't think she cares. I don't think she cares. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, she's holding a panda. <laughs> I just thought about it. Always fighting over baby. But okay, thank you for picking up. <laughs> I'll catch you later. Okay, bye. <laughs> As y'all can tell, you know, hopefully y'all heard, y'all picked up the audio. The panda's name was Baby. <laughs> and I had to make sure, you know, 
I talked about baby. That baby, the experience with baby was just hilarious. So this next picture, um, and this picture is a couple of my friends as well. Um, the third picture is is um, Louie, it's myself, and then two of our other friends. The only reason I'm not saying names like that is because I, you know, I don't know how they feel about their names said, being said or not being said on the podcast. We haven't had that. Um, uh, we haven't had that uh, conversation. Uh, but I don't, I haven't had a conversation. I just want to make sure, you know, I'm respecting your privacy. Um, but yeah, uh, in a sense, this is a dope picture. This is from my freshman year. I remember this picture. Um, this picture legitimately is from my freshman year. And like, you know, that was like my first semester. This is it probably like, we were probably about to leave the calf, go to a drama ministry meeting or rehearsal, you know, and I think, um, it was my phone that this picture was taken on. That was probably my favorite phone. Oh, yo, let me tell you about that phone. I think I talked about it in my freshman year experience uh, episode. I have to do a throwback, throw, throw, throwback one for my sophomore year, too. Um, but that phone was lit. That was like probably one of my best phones outside of my iPhone that I have now. Um, that was probably one of the best phones I ever had. It was like a Lenovo Zen phone. Um, pro or something like that this phone had 64 gigs of space you know a whole bunch of ram that john used to get hot though i'm not gonna lie like that phone would get hot when it was like you know being used but it was such a dope phone i missed that phone so much like when that phone when i tell you that phone got stolen my freshman year i almost i almost cried like i had no phone (laughs) i lost all my pictures and then like uh, i couldn't even replace it it was just it was rough man Man, 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 man. Ah, that phone. <laughs> I'm thinking about it now. But yeah, um, anyway. But yeah, I just thought about that, taking this picture. Ah, the next picture. So I remember this picture. There's actually story behind this picture, so I can tell this one fully. This picture is a picture of, we were in the LLC. This is, this has, um, this has Mui and this has Jeff in it. And... We're actually sitting. Okay, I remember this picture. So this is like we are supposed to be going to. Okay, this is pump handle. This pump handle my senior year. I had never actually been a pump handle. None of this pump handle parties. I just never had an interest in like I wasn't a party person most of the time. But my senior year, I said, Nah, I'm about to pop out. I'm gonna go here. I'm single. I have nothing holding me back. Not that that was ever a thing. But I was just like, you know, I want to actually experience a Lincoln party or a pump handle before I graduate. So I had never actually been to a sub party. Like, outside of probably any, mm, no, maybe one. But I just never, it was never, like, I was never my scene. But this one, I was like, I'm going to have fun. So, boom, bit there. And that was just a fun night. That was a fun night. We, Julian convinced us to coordinate. And, like, at the end of the day, I remember it just ended with us, you know, <laughs> we went to the cat. We were downstairs. We were in a hall, and Julian had some burgers, and he whipped up some burgers. You know, we just sat there. We was eating burgers, just hanging out, just chilling. It's like one of those those moments that this is why I consider them like brothers. This is why, like, you know, <clears throat> our friendship is, like, for the rest of our lives. Like, you know, being able to come back from a party, and it'd be like, it was like, it had to be, like, 12 o'clock at night or something like that. <laughs> being able to do that <clears throat> and then sit down with them. You know, and just have this burger and us just talking, chatting after the fun we had. It was cool. I enjoyed it, you know, and I just I just think about it, you know, at the end of the day. That's a good memory. 
that was probably one of my favorite memories of senior year. You know, that's before things started getting crazy, crazy, you know, trying to get out there and stuff like that. But, yeah, that was a great memory. Ah, this next picture. This next picture is from the organization Back to Life. So Back to Life was founded by one of my friends um, in her junior year, probably my freshman, yeah, my freshman year. Um, and so um, after she she graduated, we, just, we continued on Back to Life, you know, and for the next two years or so, um, my friend Jeff served as the president. I was his VP. And I think the year before that, I was, I think I, both years I served as VP. But, like, I was pretty much his VP and all that stuff. And, like, you know, this is our organization fair. And I think we had the perfect spot downstairs. So, like, the organization fair, this had to be my senior year. This was my senior year. Because I, yeah, ooh, I remember why. <laughs> this is my senior year. Oh, uh, cringeworthy. But anyway, anyway, words. This is my senior year. And we, we, uh, we had a spot and we had candy. Like, I was like, all right, boom. <clears throat> I'm going to make sure people come to this table. We're going to have our sign-ups. Like, we're about to, you know, people really about to be back to life, about to be taking over and killing it. And that was a fun day. Like, you know, it was stressful trying to do some of the, um, the stuff, like trying to get set up and all that stuff. But once we had the board, like, putting together the board has always been a fun part. Like, you know, some of the, that's some of the fun parts. We printed stuff out, you know. We would get together as a board and then together as, like, you know, an organization. Some of our art, art, more artsy people would help out, you know. And then we, like, printed out two of our our logos and, then like, the Back to Life. And then the song, like, that was pretty much the reason or, like, what the founder of the organization was thinking about. Um, it, it definitely is. If you heard Back to Life, Back to Reality. <laughs> That's literally the song she was thinking of when she came up with the idea for the org. So, and that is soul. Is it soul? To, is it soul? It's soul to soul. Yes, yeah, soul to soul. Back to life by soul to soul. <laughs> so, there's a in the picture you can see the song playing on repeat. <laughs> um, as people are coming past, you know, we have our colors. You know, the. A lot of the colors are just so many different colors. It was purple, it was yellow, it was white. Well, not really white, like blue. Um, it was like a sunflower, and it's just... I remember this. Uh, excuse me if I hear, you know, sound in the background. I think there's music coming from downstairs or whatever, but, you know, you're still going to keep getting through the episode. But anyway, <clears throat> it, was, it was just a dope time. And, like, you know, that experience with Back to Life is just, like, a big reason why... You know, just thinking about it and talking about it in general, and just that's why I was hoping these pictures would make me talk more deeply into it. Back to Life was like, even though it wasn't my baby, um, you know, conceptually, or like, or even Jeff's, or like a couple of other friends, like seeing it going was definitely our baby. Like, we were there from the beginning, like the initial interest meeting. You know, we were there for the, you know, the paperwork, <laughs> you know, fighting with student life and development. Not that we really had to for that, but like, you know, making sure. We were in good standing, making sure things got done every single year. Even when we were off campus and we were trying to make sure things were going well with it, you know, all those different things. I just think about, you know, in terms of it and, you know, sadly right now it has gone inactive. You know, I'm kind of sad about that, but I hope that one day somebody picks it back up, back up. Um, 
Sorry, I got distracted. But I hope one day that somebody does pick it back up, you know. And from that, you know, we're able to, you know, I'm able to see it is active again on campus, you know. And, you know, maybe help out in a sense. Um, but, yeah, that just, just looking at this spot back memories. Oh, and one of my favorite ones was, like, we used to have, so, um, during, uh, during, yeah, during the school year, so, like, this was during homecoming. We had the organization fair. So, before, I think it was before the game. It was the same day. It would be that Saturday. Sometimes we'd have to get up early, and then we would have to, like, march in this parade around campus. And I just remember, you know, and it would be dope because, like, you'd have alumni and everybody like that just walking. Or they'd be, like, nearby. Like, at least the last year, they'd be on the outside cheering, like, yeah, woo, and all this stuff. And, like, the of course, in the very front was our entire rural court. <clears throat> um, who had just, I think at that point in time, no, they would get coordinated like probably Sunday, but, um, we would have like, you know, them in the front. It was just really dope. And I remember that, you know, walking there, you know, having our little shirts that we had made. I don't even have that shirt anymore. I don't know what happened to it. I'm so I'm sad about that. I forgot, but like, you know, we made our own shirts cause we didn't really have a budget to be like buying shirts. So, like mine said, like, um, King, <laughs> Or I think mine's might have said VP at that time. And it was just like, it was dope. It was dope. Those are those fun experiences. Like, I would, that's something I would love to do again. Honestly. Honestly, I would love to. Um, oh, this third picture. Or no, this next picture. I saw, like, for those who are wondering, um... For the pictures, I'm probably, I'm going along, you know, order. Um, hold on, it's going to probably be one cut, y'all. So just hang tight. I'll be back in a sec. Oop, and I'm back. <laughs> Some of the fun of editing magic. But yeah, okay, so this next picture is actually one of my friends from, um, and I don't want to say one of my friends from a certain year, but like one of my friends throughout Lincoln. And this day is for my 21st birthday. <laughs> oh, so let me set the stage. So my 21st birthday, we had a, and it was pretty much, you know, it was his idea. It was like a taco night. It was like a taco night, you know, us hanging out, you know, just chilling, you know, doing things, you know, all that stuff. Um, And so my 21st birthday, like this is a picture and I was just like, I don't know where I was at. Um, I was, I was probably out of it and like, you know, we took this picture. I was just being mad, goofy and funny and all that stuff and. Yeah, <laughs> um, in this picture, I just remember distinctly, like, putting my head to the side, cocking to the side, and, like, I am just hilarious at this picture, like, I look like I'm gone. <laughs> um, I had the fresh cut, of course, and it was room two or whatever, like, we just used to, that was some of my favorite stuff, like, my junior and senior year, you know, being in the new with friends, you know, just hanging out, just chilling, just, you know, playing music, you know, tacos, whatever, and I just remember distinctly my 21st birthday, that was a movie, like, a movie I would love to repeat, you know, it was fun, you know, it was just, it was a lot of love shown, and like, I, <laughs> um, <laughs> not a story I'll tell for free, not on the podcast, at least, at least not at, you know, just for the basic podcast, if you want more to the story, you know, sign up for my Patreon, which I don't even have right now, <laughs> But yeah, that was a fun night. I think about that. You know, all those moments of like, you know, doing that was cool for real, for real. Ah, uh, this next picture. 
So this next picture is actually one of my personal favorite moments at Lincoln. So during this time at Lincoln, hold on one second. Sorry, y'all. So back with some editing magic. I'm back again. But yeah. Um. Oh, like I was saying, this picture, one of my personal favorites. So let me give you the backstory for this picture. So. And I feel like I haven't been given, I've been given some story, some backstory for the pictures. But yeah, so <clears throat> this picture, we decided this was my junior year, right? Because we couldn't agree on anything my senior year and I was kind of broke. <laughs> um, I was, I, all I had was my RA salary. And so, you know, it was, it was a little rough, but. This is for my junior year. So my junior year, me and my friends, we decided we were going to dress up as members from Nikotsky. So, like, set the stage. We were like, oh, we should do something for Halloween, right? And they were like, yeah, 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 let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. So we all went on Amazon. And so, and this is why I have to get on Julian. Because Julian had one idea. And we, we were all, I thought we were all in agreement. But apparently we weren't. And so there was, like, some... <laughs> some things and i guess i was messed up too because like my mind wasn't i wanted the personally the little hoodie and they were doing more going more for the quote that's neither here nor there um but essentially we all said we gonna drop stuff at this as a kotsky and so we all pretty much almost ordered all like completely the same type of quote and so um we also got the headbands i had to leave headband Malie had the hidden, um, or did he have the leaf headband? He also had a leaf headband. I think he had a leaf headband. I had a leaf headband, old headband. I want to say Julian had the lightning headband, and I think Jeff had the hidden stone headband. Um, and we all were, like, supposed to be, like, rogue ninja from it. It was so dope, like, you know. It was so cool that, like, we were walking around campus, like, on Halloween, we put on our costumes. People were like, oh, yo, can I take a picture of you and everything like that? And we actually, me and G, uh, Mui, we were walking together, and we actually got kicked out of right hall because we were causing a ruckus. And, you know, the person that was doing it was a hater. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. They just were a hater. Um, but that was a fun time. Like, that was probably one of my favorite memories, just being able to walk around campus and, like, you know, and then we would have like these funny at lives. He'd be like, I'm going to destroy you. And they'd be like, huh, what? He's like, oh, no, I was saying, hey, how are you going? How's it going? And <laughs> stuff like that. But that was fun. That was like one of my favorite memories. I still love that to this day. Like, you know, and that's like, and that's one of like how one of our part of our friendship started. Like we all had like a love for anime and the video games and stuff like that, you know. And so like Naruto is one thing we definitely bonded over. You know, from the countless debates we had over who's stronger or, you know, if this happened, would this person be able to do that? Or, like, to the debates of, like, oh, you know, ah, this is awful in this anime and, like, even certain new anime. That's one thing we bonded over. And so, um, I can't wait until we can personally go to DreamCon because that's going to be lit. DreamCon is, is like, pfft, that's going to be a dope experience. We were supposed to go last year. Um, but of course, <clears throat> excuse me, due to the coronavirus and, you know, the pandemic, we weren't able to, I don't know if we'll be able to go this year because, you know, virus and pandemic and all this stuff, who knows what it'll look like. We'll even be safe enough, you know, and then also, you know, 
you know, how things are going where we're all at in life. But I hope that we could. But if not, definitely 2022, we're going to DreamCon. We're going to be in there. Like, DreamCon is just, like, the perfect thing. Like, all black people, all anime and the gaming and all the, the nerd stuff that you love, you know, in a way that you love. Like, you know, people who look like you who enjoy it, you know. And just, like, it's, like, intersectionality or inter... The, I don't know if I'm using the term properly. Or, you know, if I'm saying it correctly. It's usually, it's more so, more so it's a term that refers to different social categorizations. It's race, class, and gender as they apply to any given group, regarded as creating overlap, independent systems, discrimination, disadvantage. So I probably wouldn't say that, but there's a lot of crossing over. So, yeah, I don't want to use the, I don't want to use that term, you know, take away from it. But, um... There's so many different pieces, like, things that you'd never think would, like, cross over in it. Like, you never thought you'd see, like, black people, like, you know, anime necessarily cross over. Well, we in the hood, or, you know, just black people, we thought we would think it, because, you know, everybody likes that. But, you know, in mainstream, you wouldn't think that. But so being able to see that, you know, and seeing our black jokes and just some of the things and talking about, like, you know, oh, um, you know, seeing a, a photo of of Naruto with a do-rag on and Sasuke with some some Air Force Ones on or more like Itachi with some Air Force Ones on some Black Forces because what he did with some Black Force stuff even being able to make that joke you know it's dope and so that's why I can't wait for you know I can't wait for the opportunity to go to DreamCon because oh my god man DreamCon is gonna be so dope and so lit and I just can't wait <laughs> I can't wait at all ah this other picture so another calf picture <laughs> Um, my friend Angel's in it. I want to say that's Mui. I think that's... Is it? Is that Jeff? It's Jeff. One of my friends, um, she's hiding out and everything like that. This is during winter time. It is when it was cold. I, this is definitely nighttime. This might have been during one of the storms. And this is when I lived... I definitely... This is when I definitely lived in LLC. When you could get away with, like, you know, not having to... That was probably one of the best times. Like being an RA was dope, and I love the experience. But from a just the perspective of having to leave the dorm <laughs> to go to the calf, that's the only thing that really truly sucked about that experience. So, you know, anytime I remember, I remember being a freshman distinctively, and there was a huge behind snowstorm, right? And um, we had to make our way from from a, a dorm called Frederick Douglass Hall. We call it Freddie D. <laughs> and so making our way from Freddie D to the calf and like and let me tell you Freddie D to the calf isn't far it's like a 2 minute walk you you walk up you walk out your dorm you make you bust that left or you bust that right rather you go up the steps you know you continue down the path a little bit right there boom you at the calf this particular day because of all the ice and the snow and how much trotting we had to do that John took at least a smooth 10 to 15 minutes, right? And I remember going there like, ah, I'm not coming back out. I need to make sure, you know, I'm able to, you know, eat as much as I can. Or, you know, I was like, I'll take a snack with me or something like that. I'll take a sandwich with me. <laughs> and um, so was doing all that or thinking about that. And I look down or I look like I'm, I'm walking in. And then, like, we finally get in the calf. I think I, I was with, like, Jeff or somebody. And we look down, and we just see these people in pajamas walking down the steps going into the calf. Like, basically just in the stuff that they slept in. And we're like, oh, nah. 
I was, when I tell you I was high, I was like, man, I can't wait until I, because I pretty much knew I was going to live in LLC, because I like, based off of my financial aid, I wasn't going to be able to live in a new unless I paid out of pocket, because my scholarship wasn't paying for that, and I mean, now, come to think of it, like, I think it was only extra, it was a little bit extra money, I probably could use that money that I got and just paid for it that way, but, you know, if it wasn't going to be all of us in a new, it was going to be none of us, so, but neither here nor there. Um, I just remember I was so tight. I was like, nah, man, that's messed up. Like, and like, I was like, I, we have to walk all the way here and all that stuff and da, da, da. And these people, where do we can come down in a, their pajamas, their pajama pants and their, um, <laughs> their pajama pants and their, their slippers and all that stuff. And let me tell you, when I moved to LOC and it was a snowstorm smooth did that. I may not have been in my pajamas cause I wasn't doing that. Cause that's nasty. Like I wasn't about to be in my outside sleep clothes but i definitely threw on some sweatpants had on some flip-flops or something i was mad comfortable i ain't have on my whole coat and everything like that walked into that calf and i just looked around and i felt the hate because you know if you didn't live if if you didn't live in llc you had to walk to the calf there's no other way like there you, like even if you lived in say hansbury which was the freshman dorm um because hansbury was literally right there only slightly down the path you still had to walk. You still had to probably put on a coat or something like that. So if you lived in Hansbury, that freshman dorm, Ashman freshman dorm, McCrary freshman dorm, Freddie freshman dorm. If you lived in um, Macaulay, which was upperclassman dorm, you lived in Lucy Laney, another upperclassman dorm. And especially if you lived in the new, I I feel bad if you lived in the new. If you lived in the new, <laughs> bro, at least you had a stove or something downstairs. And I don't think we even really got that stove to like my senior year for real for real not have been my junior year but like if you live there you just use best off just having something like in your fridge where you could warm up bro um because there would have been no way out of it i would have been i probably lost weight my seat up if i was living in new because i would have just been like i'm not going to the cafe if it's snowing like that i'm stuck inside i would genuinely be like i, I guess it's not that important to eat today but like because like so it's really from the new to the cafe and that, the, keep it a buck, like, keep it real, it wasn't, it wasn't a horribly long walk, but it was just like, a, it was just like, it was still a trek, it was still kind of a trek, so, <laughs> you know, having to do that, ah, uh, nah, mm -mm. so I just remember doing that my, when I lived in LLC, and I was like, yes, I finally made it, look at all of you guys hating on me, <laughs> you wish you were me, huh, I don't even have to leave the building and go back to my room, guess what I have to do, leave outside here, Mm -hmm. walk outside that door, walk up those steps, do, 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 get my key, t -t back in my room, yeah, yeah, look at me, <laughs> uh, oh, wow, um, actually, I'm going to take a stop in the hiatus, y'all, for one second, boom, and we're back with Voodoo Editing Magic, <laughs> but, um, I think the last thing I was talking about was just living in LLC and that experience, and just, yeah, um, that was dope, and just this picture reminds me of the winter time. And that was a that was a nice little mysterious time, not mysterious time. That was a nice little time at Lincoln. Sometimes, you know, class getting canceled because of snow. That's the one good thing I guess I can say about me not going to school down in the south. I probably never had that experience, um, especially where I was looking at, because I think I was looking at Florida Memorial at one point in time. But and even um, even Claflin <laughs> probably would never never had that experience <laughs> um at least class being canceled because of snow i don't know about anything else going on down there 
but yeah, wouldn't have had that experience, but like, you know, I remember one time we were getting to the calf and like somebody do snowballs at us. That was funny. Um but yeah, dope, 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 dope experiences. Ah, this other picture. So in this lat one of these other pictures, um This was my friend Angel's um it was her production. It was it was it was hateful venom. It was hateful venom. She did it her junior year, and so it was her junior year. And in this production, we um, it was it was just a dope production. She she really did her thing. She came into the lead. I was in it, of course, you know, because <laughs> that's what I do. You know, do acting on the side. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm playing. Um, but you know, I did that. And so, like, you know, the picture that was taken here was of her with her flowers because we made sure to get her flowers because, you know, that's just tradition in theater, um, you know, getting the, the the star. And then also, not only was she starring, she starred, she was, you know, the writer, and then also, you know, pretty much, you know, the producer of it at the same time. Of course, we had people to help out on the side. And one thing I did is we wanted to recognize the seniors. So I remember <laughs> going to the dollar store and getting all these different frames and I had the same type of writing for everybody. And I can't remember what it said, but I wanted them, you know, the know that they were loved. And so each person had one that was individual. One person might have had Disney, somebody had prayer hands, one had um I wanna say it was Mecca. Somebody else had Malcolm X, somebody had um, Superwoman, somebody else had Walking Dead. And it was just basically reminding them, like, you know, no matter where you go, you know, and who you, where you end up at, you know, you always have a home, you know, you always have friends back at home in the drama ministry and everything like that. So I remember this picture. It was a nice little, it was a nice picture op and photo op. And, you know, it was a little emotional, but it was a, it was a great night. Um, and if you've ever you know, anybody who's ever been in a stage production or any type of production knows that there's so much work that goes into it, you know, from the beginning of getting, just getting lines down, you know, making sure you have your stage cues, making sure music is right, making sure, you know, the stage presence is correct, making sure people are pronouncing things correctly or enunciating, you know, making sure that people can pick you up and hear you, um, Especially with what we were working with, you know, at Lincoln, you know, I'm not to complain, but, you know, um, there were some things that made it difficult, but we made it work regardless, you know, um, we had our speakers, we had our music set up, we made sure we had our mics where we could, we, we did what we had to do, and we did the dang thing at the end of the day, and like for that, it was dope, and I, I really, really just, you know, appreciate, um, I just appreciate, uh, I just appreciate the opportunity, like, you know, the drama industry, like, you know, provided me with friends, family, you know, and provided me with a place to be during some of my formative years at Lincoln. You know, in some respects, you know, I wish I would have explored more outside of it, um, in a sense, and still had that. But I also know that's where God needed me to be and wanted me to be. And just how much, you know, that, you know, helped me as a person to grow and to, you know, just develop, you know, the connections I was provided with, you know, people who to this day just count on, you know, are just there. And then this final picture. I want to say this final picture is, man, 
Dang, I'm already at the end. So this final picture is from my senior year of college. So this is my RA room. I had one of the biggest rooms here. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, the second biggest room. Other person had, you know, he had his own bathroom. But he deserved it. He, he'd been in the longest, so, you know, he, he, kept, he kept his room. For real, for real. Um, but, you know, since I was the second oldest on staff, you know, the second there, the second longest, I got that room. Um, and so, basically, um, this picture, I don't remember what's happening in this picture, but I do remember, like, you know, the f thing is, people, most people didn't know, Mui and uh, Jeff stayed at each other's throats, like... <laughs> Like, they stayed fighting each other and play fighting with each other and everything like that. And this picture is definitely indicative of, like, their, basically their friendship. It is definitely indicative of their friendship and their relationship, you know. And so you see them, you know, here and everything like that. And it's just like, you know, it was just fun, funny and fun, you know, just seeing them together and stuff like that. And this is, like, towards the end of our senior year. It's probably, like... I'm going to say it's probably cold out because of the hoodie and the hat. And, like, you know, it's nighttime and it's just us hanging out. And it's just one of those last, one of our last moments, you know, together. It was students on the campus and it just floods back memories. You know, I miss, I miss them. I miss Lincoln experience. I miss my experience. But I think that's pretty much where I'm going to end this episode off. You know, it was dope. It was a dope experience just, you know, going down memory lane. I hope you guys enjoyed. You know, don't forget the live tweet. Don't forget to you know, you know, give me some type of feedback for the episode. Do you like this? Do you want me to go down other memories lanes or, you know, look at some other pictures so you get a better idea of who I am. Um, and like I said, you know, it's Black History Month. During this month, you know, learn something new, you know, be proud of your culture, you know, um, don't be ashamed of who you are, you know, and learn something, like I said, learn something new and teach something new. Do whatever you can. You know, especially in the day and age that we're in, it's very important that we control our narrative. So be a part of controlling that narrative. Appreciate you guys. I love y'all. And I'll see you at the next episode. Or you'll hear me in the next episode. I will say one thing, though. Hold on. Before I stop the episode. So there may there is a possibility that um, the episode will be late next week or there may not be an episode. I'll keep you guys updated, you know, via social media. I might just have to record a little early to get you to get you guys the episode, but we shall see. But anyway, appreciate you guys. Live tweet, everything. Love y'all for real. Bye.